anarchists, violent mobs, arsonists, looters, criminals, rioters. Poor kids are just as bright and just as tall as white kids. I said, please don't be too nice. We choose truth over facts. I am your president of law and order. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the go, you know the you know the thing. <laughs> In the white room with black curtains near the station. Inside Agitator, episode 20 fucking 6, 7, somewhere 26, up there. I think. It is uh, 26, yeah. I think. Technically, we recorded a uh, live election night reaction, but uh, it's like an hour and a half long. We were hammered. Um, wasn't even there it's like me and some other friends uh in california and uh we did a live election reaction and we would release it. it's just gonna take probably like nine days to edit all the wild shit out and just times people said their government names and personal information <laughs> and like all that shit so we'll probably release that once we're actually uh starting up the patreon as like a bonus episode that'll be on the on the wall with the infamous Irish slave trade episode that never got released. Oh my god! <laughs> I can't. Which I don't know if we even talked about on an official oh episode, no. but, but we had a podcast with some libertarian friends before this one that never ever got published, and it was kind of like uh, probably a year and a half before we started this podcast, so a while ago. And uh, there was an episode I didn't show up for, and this is early on. You know, we were still just practicing to see if we were going to release it. And uh, one of the libertarians brings up to <laughs> the Irish were slaves too. <laughs> Gee, like, and it just devolved the, from the, there. The fucking craziest thing I've ever heard in my fucking life. Like how? Like, <laughs> I, I can't wait till we get a good Patreon following and we can drop that shit because that is. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a hilarious fucking yeah, episode. I, I, I haven't I really listened to it since then. And I'm sure yeah, I would lose my mind just as equally as I did then. Yeah, no, truly, truly fucking insane <laughs> shit. But uh, look, you know, look forward to that. I mean, we didn't have any bold insights because here's the reality: we're recording now. It's Thursday night. Not much has happened really. So, like, our live election reactions is pretty much the same as what my reaction is going to be now. I mean, it's not a whole lot has changed. Um, it pretty much looked like Biden, you know, would win that night. Less so, but like. I saw when Corey Ludnowski come out, or wherever you fuck you say his last name, and when Trump came out, he looked like he was walking out. It looked like after the sixty minutes interview, that was a defeated man. Yeah. You know, did you watch the speech that he gave after Trump's speech? No, I did not. So we were up because it was like you know, it, it was late as fuck. It was like two or three in the morning in D.C., but it was only like eleven or midnight, or maybe it was later than that. I don't even really remember. Like I said, we were hammered, but fucking Biden comes out to declare victory. And uh, I immediately was like, oh, shit, Trump's, like, going to do something. It's going to be a tweet, but there's no way he's just going to bed after Trump did, after Biden did that. And uh, he comes out and gives this speech. But, like, what I was expecting was no way his handlers wanted him to do this. This is going to, we're going to see a manic Trump who's going to come out and be like, no, it's ours, la, la, la. He came out looking defeated. It looked like after a 60 Minutes interview. He was like a broken man. Same with Corey. They, they, they all look like they know they fucked up and lost, you know? Yeah, no. It's big loser energy over in the Trump camp right now. Big they, loser coping huge loser so energy. fucking hard. It's actually hilarious. The, the cope is huge. Except on Fox News. I gotta say, um, I was anticipating looking like, you know... It's fun to watch the losing sides coverage because you see them kind of break down. And granted, it wasn't as much of a just like back breaking, you know, defeat as it was in 2016. But like the MSNBC coverage, they literally lost their minds. On Fox News, they kind of had talking points ready. And, uh, and there's a lot to knock the Democrats on with these election results. Mainly what they keep circling back to is how Trump did better with minorities yeah. <laughs> and it was white men who we struggled with which like disproves kind of like so much about what the democrats say their politics are about um and it honestly it's kind of a lot of what we talk about on this podcast how they don't represent those groups um should those groups go vote for republicans who literally want to put them in the meat grinder probably not but i can't say no, i blame them for leaving no. the democratic goal <laughs> yeah yeah definitely not but you know I can't blame them for leaving the Democratic cult. 
Yeah, no, I, but like that doesn't mean you just go run over to fascism. Yeah, so, no, like, 100%. I don't, I don't 100%. That all. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but I do think uh, kind of the reaction that we've seen um, from liberals, um, and this hap- what happens every election cycle, and especially in 2016, is the South votes Republican, and then you see a lot of classist shit said about the South. And, like, that's kind of old hat. That's old news. What you've also been seeing now, this cycle, because uh, the minorities weren't, you know, good little boys and voted for who they were told, liberals are, like, being racist. It's not just, like, classist shit to the South. Like, oh, look at their shitty houses. I don't care that they live in squalor. Haha, like you saw in 2016. I hope they get, Trump cuts their health care. You know, all that, like, spiteful yeah. shit. You're seeing that, but like a, a worse version of it, in my opinion, because it's like race based. Like, you're literally seeing the Democrats come out and be like, you know, and like, listen, there's something to be examined about like internalized racism and like self hating black people that end up voting for Trump. There's something there. But the, 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 the like, the way people have been phrasing it is like just throwing shit. It's like, yeah, all black men hate themselves, and that's why they voted for Trump. It's like, yeah. all right. Now this is just giving them out. Yeah, exactly. Like, like let's, the let's education system is what taught you to be a victim in your own mind. And if you break out of that by voting Republican, you would, you know. Yeah, and you know, I think it has a lot more to do with, and I guess this is also talked about, but just not as much because, as always, Democrats don't want to talk about class. It's about class mobility. Black men identify with Trump or people in general because of like upward class mobility. That's what it is. And you identify with, like, that's what rich is. It's like, that's why, like, most people go along with the Trump shit. Because it's like, yeah, he's going to help my, like, granite business sell more shit. And, like, I'm going to, like, and, and you know, I'm on, the si- I'm, I'm on the side of America that works a job and makes money. I'm a hustler. Like, I, you know, like, that's just kind of, like, it's a cultural thing more than I think, it, and, and a class cultural thing more than it is even, like. And that's the thing. It's a realignment because... I don't think race is at the forefront of a lot of minds as much as the Democrats want to make it, at least within those, like, minority groups, you know? Yeah. And then, but also a lot of it has to do with Cubans who are, like, you know, racist (laughs) shit and also, and also, also anti-socialist and bought, and Trump, the Trump campaign went hard after, like, you know, you fled Fidel and Biden's the same thing. Like that was like a hundred percent their messaging. And and there's huge swaths of that community that like don't buy that. But the media they are not represented in the media. You only see the like, you know, KK Cubans. Oh my god, yeah. Dude, it's pretty crazy. I watched some like interview today or like this like group discussion where there's like this uh woman whose parents uh migrated from Nicaragua even though it's not Cuba but like still they are like hella conservative and like saying shit like oh I didn't mind when Trump said all Mexicans were racist and shit like that and I'm just like good god like (laughs) or not maybe that's so like it's like wild I don't get it and it is hard to square that circle like I don't I listen I 100% you hear the shit he says about the communities like how does that you know across the board there all those communities but like Shit, Joe Biden actually has an active record of, like, doing worse shit to the African-American community. And, like, I don't know that the calculus of, like, okay, well, look at the crime bill and look at what he said about us over the years and look at the record. Trump might be better. I don't know that that calculus is even that wrong because Trump at least pretends to do criminal justice reform, you know? Yeah, at least he invites Lil Wayne, you know? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, you know what's actually funny? You know, once again, so it's Thursday night. Looks like Biden's going to take it. There's not really a whole lot for us to discuss here. We could do the whole election breakdown map shit that you've been seeing everywhere else. But uh, here's something we haven't talked about in this pod that we, like, totally should have because it's right in our lane. All the wild-ass rapper endorsements going into this election. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> it's so nuts. And, 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 just, and I'm glad we waited because I wanted to do this prior to the Lil Pump appearance. But <laughs> then the little pump thing happened, and I'm glad we waited because that was like the fucking cherry on top. <laughs> little pimp, <laughs> little one of our foremost uh, magnificent celebrity superstars, <laughs> little pimp. <laughs> 
There he is. <laughs> Look at him. Look at my friend. <laughs> And he just gets I mean, up I, there And it does the stupid little pub shit Fuck Sleepy Joe Like Ridiculous ass No speech. actually bro <laughs> I couldn't believe what I was fucking watching It, it, it honestly It was nostalgic for like a, uh, The early Trump era When the ridiculous shit was like Whoa Did I like die on Zans Two years ago and I'm in his coma Like am I imagining this Like you know what yeah, I'm saying there, there was that feeling the first couple months of Trump That was like this is insane And But then it, like you know at least me When I'm like absorbed in this shit You know it like wore off like the, you know The novelty the insane shit became a little normal You know normalization we talk about oh, yeah. a lot Fucking but for whatever reason The little pump thing Brought me right back to like Am I dreaming? <laughs> is this? Am I watching this? Am I sure that I'm seeing what Can I'm seeing? Slap me. I had to like show people. Like, are do you see this video too? <laughs> do you see? Do you see? <laughs> am I tripping right now? <laughs> yeah. No, truly. Am I having an acid flashback? <laughs> what is going on? It's fucking. Because not only the little pump appearance at a Trump rally, which alone is like comedic value, and that mm -hmm. is huge. To call him Little Pimp <laughs> is maybe the funniest shit Trump's ever done. That was really his final gift to us on the Amazing way out. Guys. <laughs> Uh, like, truly and then Lil Pump's justification for voting for Trump was hilarious he's like he brought the troops home and it's like I don't know that he did that and then he goes um <laughs> you know his or else ad lib yeah. or at all eh, not really at all he literally goes don't vote for sleepy Joe and then leans into the mic at all oh, that's when <laughs> the that crowd was. like doesn't know how to react <laughs> the crowd doesn't know what that is they're like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell is Lil Pimp? But you know what's funny? If Trump's like, this is one of our foremost superstars, 90% of that crowd is like, hell yeah, he is. Woo! <laughs> you know? Yeah. And they're just so thrilled to have, like, a rapper, you know, uh, on their side that they're, like, you know, uh, cheering. All right. Here's the other two funny ones. Obviously, Lil Wayne, which is like, what happened there? During the Bush presidency, that man was an activist. I remember when the whole conservative media was freaking out because Lil Wayne was standing on an American flag saying, death to America. That was like a big fucking deal. Yeah. And then this man's in the White House shaking Trump's hand. It's like, you know, you either, you really do either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become a villain <laughs> in the industry. It's kind of funny, man. Like, Yeah, you eventually fuck up. And yeah, man. Yeah, I don't know what his like angle is to it. Like he seems, I, I don't know. Like he has like the podcast he's doing. I don't see what like other money he needs. <laughs> yeah, like what money angle there is, but like uh, Lil Wayne has a podcast. Yeah, it's like on uh, uh, Apple Music, I think. It's like the, that's awesome. The two I, I'm so shit. Gonna to that. He, he, he uh, brings a few good people on. I think that's cool. John Legend has an episode. I think I'm not sure. Don't quote We're me advertising me. other podcasts now, but it's cool. Go listen. Go support Junichi. Uh, yeah. Um, Even though he... But uh, yeah, fucking... Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I truly like... And then the 50 Cent one isn't that wild, knowing 50. But the, the wild part of the 50 Cent endorsement was how it ended, which was one of his exes being like, hey, I'll let you hit it again if you endorse Joe Biden instead. And then him the next day being like... Yep, fuck Donald Trump. <laughs> Dog. I'll be dead ass serious. <laughs> that is, I need to look that up. I, I can't believe that. I'll just hear that. That just sounds way too ridiculous. <laughs> I, but no, but when you think about shit that happens with 50 on like a regular basis, that's like par for the course. That's yeah, like... that is true. Yeah. <laughs> Last thing I remember from 50 is he got uh, fucking pressed on the street where he was on a date with some girl. He had cargo shorts on. <laughs> and they were pressing him and he did not want to fight, which I get, you know. Yeah, but... you can't be at that level. Yeah, but he, it was last thing hard. I remember about Fifty is when he shot um, our old friend in the face with uh, uh, a super soaker. <laughs> what? Who?
You don't know about this? No. Oh, this is a great story. So, uh... Was at a was at an event one time. Oh my god! Taking he was like working as like a like a you know like a wait like a bus. I don't know. He was like work working with catering in the event to like get into this event, and he's like he and he got some good photos of different people, but he really wanted to get a photo of Fifty Cent, and he like took one earlier, and that's the one that you could like find on like his Instagram and shit. And then he tried, but it's like you know you can kind of tell Fifty just like walking by real fast. He's like, damn, I gotta get Fifty. So he's like you know all up on their shit like trying to get a photo of Fifty. Um, and I forget the exact situation, but he asks for a photo, like gets rejected and then is still kind of like hanging around. And then 50 asks them to like get them more drinks or like something like that. And so he goes to get more drinks and then they come back and like either 50 or one of his boys like knocks over the drinks like kind of on purpose and then as he bends over to like pick up the drinks 50 cents shoots him in the face with a super sucker <laughs> that he was prior to that shooting at girls asses dog <laughs> that's so damn you know 50's like a horrible mean piece of shit like yeah, it's I like a universally imagine. known thing so that's why I'm like yeah that's like Trump's a, yeah he's a Trump so that's fine that makes sense yeah and the other one... Lil Wayne was definitely more shocking. Yeah, the other one that was pretty interesting was the fucking 2 chains endorsement for Biden. Just the way he did it was pretty Bro, fucking funny. It was so like, much shit happened, I forgot about that. Yeah, he was, That was the most, like, like, middle school principal shit I've ever seen in my life. And 2 chains <laughs> is one of the coolest men who's ever lived. And even he... Couldn't like sell the Biden Harris thing. The, the, it, it, <laughs> should we just play it? Yeah. The comedic timing on it is just un fucking believable, dude. Hold up, I got it. That, yeah. On, on, I, I, yeah, that was it for me. I was like, I logged off Twitter for a couple hours after that video. All right, here you go. <laughs> I think this next administration that I support, which is Biden-Harris, they offer something different. I speak on being different. I speak on embracing being different. And without further ado, I'm different. (laughs) (laughs) And without further ado... I'm different. <laughs> oh, shit. And the best part is, like, if that was, let's say it's a hip-hop concert, right? Everyone knows where he's going with that bit, saying yeah. this administration stands for something different. Like, he's the I'm different guy. Mm-hmm. But if you're a person who goes to a drive-in Biden-Harris rally, now, and I don't know the demographics, but I'm just assuming they're not familiar with Two Chains' breakout album based on a true story. Yeah. <laughs> so like, it basically lands like a middle school principal like showing the auditorium like a cool song that he thinks ties into what he said. And it's, it's so fucking hilarious, man. Meanwhile, at any other venue, people would have been freaking out from the first time he said the word different. Like, you know. This screaming yeah. like and that would have landed like whoever wrote that it wasn't wrong but he's like this is a Biden Harris rally sir like, <laughs> everybody's in their cars man like <laughs> and without and without further ado cause he like he thinks people are gonna freak the fuck out for him without further ado like cause he thinks people are expecting the song meanwhile they're like without further ado what what what's <laughs> Why is that piano playing? What? <laughs> Should we hog our horse to the beat? How, how does one of these concerts work? Honestly, <laughs> I told you that like I'm on the te- the hip hop texts from the DNC. Mm-hmm. I like somehow my numbers in that like thing, and I didn't get a. Maybe it was two chains, but they like pushed me like a, a, just a picture of a rapper in a vote mask. And it's like, that's like the only text I've gotten from the DNC. (laughs) So that is like, I think part of their strategy is like, you know, a lot of the people who hate us, they seem to like this hippity hop. (laughs) (laughs) Like (laughs) galaxy brain move here. Let's put two chains up and perform its hit song. I'm different. Oh, I did. I would love to see the voters who were swung by two chains.
Yeah, I would love to see polling before and after that event. Yeah. (laughs) Because there are a couple guys out there who, like, that was like, well, yeah, I do want something different. (laughs) That was, it worked. I'm sure it didn't completely fail. Oh, my God. I can imagine just a dude contemplating and just being undecided and then just being like, man, my hero two chains. The best was I saw a tweet that was like somewhere out there. I think it was Jack Wagner. Somewhere out there, there's a dude who like has no idea an election's going on and is like cooking up a DiGiorno and watching old episodes of Lost. It's like (laughs) that's true. There's probably so many of those dudes. Yeah, and I, I, yeah, I'd kill. (laughs) That sounds so nice. Yeah, it must be nice to live in bliss. We've said that so many times. (laughs) Well, that's what I did. So the day after the election, we recorded that late night drunk episode, and then I just went to bed. Like you know, we woke up and looked a little better for Biden, and then I just went out. I'm like, I'm off the phone today. I put like one tweet up on Inside Agitator, and I was like, I'm out. Like I'm just. Checking out for the day. I clearly like not shit's really gonna happen. I'm just gonna stare at the TV as like one electoral college vote trickles in and everyone makes their analysis. Like you know, this isn't doing anything. Checked all the way the fuck out. It was nice and it honestly was good because literally we're talking right now. Not a whole lot has changed. What 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 has gone on though is what people's reaction to this insane. You know, I mean, this is the the slow decline of American empire. This is like. Or fast, even. I mean, this is an empire in decline. It's disgusting that this is, like, what our election is. And, like, what, how everyone has been processing that, like, failure and this, like, huge, massive, like, just disgrace. Like, it's a fucking disgrace. How everyone's been processing that is the frustrating part. So I think that's why I needed to check out, because it's just, like, the analysis of how we move past this moment. I don't see any being represented anywhere. And, like, obviously you're not going to see that on Fox News. But, like, any, any, even on Twitter, I don't think anyone really knows what, like, what to do other than the leftists who everyone just wants to, like, you know, not listen to. There's just kind of, like, the Democrats truly, and actually I bookmarked some tweets. I wanted to, I want to talk about some reactions. But I really feel like once, and, and, you know, this is, like, the big joke with them, the voters are the problem. But that really is how I think people who are absorbed in this media sphere who don't check out of watching the news, if you're getting all that information from all these pundits, so what, pe- the, what the conclusion some people have been coming to isn't that ridiculous. Like, here is, here is a guy, Michael Cohen, who is, he works at, like, some publication, I think the Boston Globe, and he's saying that the issue is the voters. That, that's the, the thesis of his tweet. And then, I mean, it's just like, he goes, like, the problem is that, like, the voters are too racist. I just can't buy that. Like, I don't, I don't think, and if that, if that's the case, then, like, what are we doing to stop that? What, how are we fighting it? If they really are just this ruthless, bloodless group voting block that just wants blood, then, like, shouldn't we be doing more to stop them? Like, it just, the, the, the mental gymnastics here make, like, zero fucking sense. And then here's another one. So here's here's Erica Werner. Yeah, but I'd report. say to add, real, real quick, I'd say to add to that, like, you know, the FBI has kind of been laying, like, breadcrumbs for the fucking, uh, the white supremacy is, like, a national security threat, and Donald Trump's just like, eh. Yes, yes. Eh, it's not even, it's not that, it's not that bad. We can, we can turn a blind eye, because that's his base, you know, so. Yeah. And maybe we should talk about this on another episode, but uh, just because I want to do election stuff. But I actually am now of the opinion that the white supremacy threat is being overblown. And I ha- and, and this is coming from someone who thought, you know, we needed to organize in 2017 to stand up to these people. Like, this is not like, you know, I, I see the danger. And, you know, I'm, I, I live in a county that has been featured. You know, it's made the news a couple times. I know how bad it is. But the the real like the real threat isn't from below, you know, it's from up. And I just I think we need to do an episode analyzing kind of the past couple months and how the liberals' response to the attacks on Antifa. We we've talked about what their responses should have been and how weak they've been. 
But um, I don't think we've done a lot of analysis of like what the response has been as far as like pointing the finger at white supremacy and saying like that's the real danger, which really just hypes up fear and makes everything worse. So anyway, maybe next episode we'll do a deep dive and all of that. But you know, I I I I would I would I'm not saying white supremacy is overblown. Obviously, it's like what this podcast is about fighting against. But the way the FBI is framing it, and even the Michigan, the whole Michigan thing, I think deserves analysis. And um, there's actually a prominent um, libertarian on Instagram who, you know, like knew these guys and and a whole bu- and, and can really speak to the, what happened in Michigan. Who I want to have on the pod to maybe do that, but that'll be a little later on. But yeah, they, I mean, it, it's crazy shit. It's crazy fucking shit. But also look at and and I my, what I said last episode before the election has been vindicated. These guys are all pussies. There really has not been like militia backlash or like this insane, you know, uprising from the right. However, what you have seen is cops wiling the fuck out, just like I said. And it's specifically the NYPD, which obviously their cop union endorsed Trump. There was a get out the vote march. And I mean, I've seen some of the most brutal videos I've seen all summer as far as police aggression towards like white protesters are like from that from this week, from that night, from the get out the vote marches. To the point where they pushed people on the sidewalk, and when everyone got to the sidewalk and they realized they couldn't beat the shit out of them anymore, they started dragging them onto the sidewalk and, like, beating the shit out of them. There were cops that had, like, badges that said, violence is not the answer, but it is the best option. Like, it was like they were out there, like, ready to... I mean, like, it's truly... Some of the pictures and things I've seen, gruesome, horrible. We'll cover it a little more on the Inside Agitator Instagram, but, I mean, it's just like, this is exactly what the problem is that's the white those are the white supremacists and what i think the liberals want to do is give more power to the state law enforcement apparatus who once again are white supremacists to go crack down on political extremists and they're using white supremacists as the boogeyman but what's real who are they really going to crack down on the people really fighting the white supremacists you know what i'm saying all while they honeypot a couple dumbasses in michigan to fucking you know say they're gonna kidnap a governor and like the, the whole that whole thing is just so fishy yeah i didn't i didn't hear too much about that Whenever we'll do we'll do a whole on, deep yeah, we dive need to, we need to do more research on that before we talk about that but I'll anyway it. here is um erica werner washington post congressional reporter um formerly of ap and she's reporting on the dem caucus call um and uh basically Spanberger is yelling, We lost races we shouldn't have lost. Defund police almost cost me my race because of an attack ad. Never say socialism ever again. We need to get back to basics. Um, and so this is what they're yelling. And then they then someone else pipes up that if we run a race like this again or the same party will be fucking torn apart again in 2022. Pelosi comes back on and says that she disagrees that they won the House and presidency and then claims that they have a mandate, which is so hilarious when it's this close. Um, and I just like, so let me just break this down piece by piece. The fact that even at the highest level of Dem leadership, the thought is that they were too progressive when you're seeing in multiple states, people vote for a higher minimum wage in greater numbers than they voted for Biden. Progressive policies are doing are performing better than their regressive right wing center right candidate, and like at the same time, they're talking about defund the police almost cost my race because of an attack ad. We've talked all summer about how their the way they chose to frame the whole police situation, defunding the police, the way they chose to capitulate to it and basically admit that the Republicans' arguments are right. That's the issue, not that we need to never talk about defunding the police again and only talk about funding the police but that's how these democrats think and you know what the reason why is because their ideology is different from our ideology their prescription to these problems is not to change it or build a new world it's that thing that the riffraff's gotten too out of fucking control that's what they think we need to get back to basics we need to stop putting these crazy ideas in their head and they really think that's why joe biden a man who literally has dementia is struggling to beat donald trump when basically it seems pretty clear to me that without the massive resentment towards Donald Trump, the fact that he's like just a fucking dunce, and his the fact that he killed hundreds of thousands of people, are the without save for those things, 
Biden would have gotten blown the fuck out by MAGA. Yeah. Really, though, honestly. It's, like, scary that it's that close. Like, it's fucking terrifying. Yeah. That we even have to, like, have the discussion of, like, oh, how can Trump win? How can we just sit there for, like, how do we even come to this point? Like, I hate to be, yeah. like, uh, the relitigator, but, like, Bernie would have won fucking so easily. I love how him. now, it, it, last time it was Bernie would have won, and now it's this time Bernie would have won already. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, that's, that, that's the fact. And, and, you know, so Dr. Jason Alexander, um, we should actually cover him more on the pod. You, you, you'd love this guy. But he's like, he's a grift. He's like a, a, a black grifter, but for the Democrats, what, he, he basically does the grift. He, he basically does the grift that like Christian Walker does, but like for you know, uh, for the Democrats. Doctor Jason Alexander, um, and this fucking dunce. I mean, for years has been saying wild shit. I mean, he <laughs> he. he he got taken off the news for for some shit that he actually said about you know Brianna Joy Gray who was one of Bernie's uh, campaign managers and she's kind of a leftist voice on Twitter woman of color yeah I've seen her he before. called her and Nina Turner the island of misfit black girls that was like yeah <laughs> what so talk about a self hating black guy that's like yeah. the, you know the Democrats really should not be pointing fingers and uh, here's fucking <laughs> he says. Everybody's saying Biden should have won by a larger margin are just people disappointed Trump didn't win so they could say they were right. And it's like, first of all, to, 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 for your political analysis as someone who like gets paid to do that, to be so petty and like about personal beefs you have on Twitter is like hilarious. But like also, what the fuck does that even mean? Like... <laughs> Yeah, I, I saw you like quote tweet that today, and I read it about three or four times, and I was just like, eh, no. Just, nah, I still doesn't look right. Like, yeah, like no. But what that's there for isn't for us. It's for people who, like, I got a spiteful text from someone the night, the first night of the election, that was like, "Hope you're happy that your little project worked out, and we could see that progressives will be more successful under a Trump presidency." And I'm like. All right, listen, I'm, like, not who you should be mad at. Like, yeah. like I try to prevent this from happening. Like, you know? And, uh, and it, but it's for people like her to be like, yeah, these dead-enders who are coming up with reasons why I shouldn't be so stressed right now are wrong. <laughs> like, you know? And, like, yeah. and, uh, it, and, and to just keep everybody in the cycle of this, this cycle like, that we're stuck in right now. The, this, this anxiety, this, uh, this uh you know impending doom you are feeling um like why are we even excited to see the results we're fucked either you know that's kind of where i'm at um i I do want to see the maga people suffer and lose um but really there's not much motivating me uh, or i think most people other than this just like anxiety and impending doom that okay maybe if i keep watching this tv something good will happen like you know um and yeah, I just we, we we can build a fucking like this. It did not have to go this way, man. Oh no, not at all. But capital interest, man. Yeah, and that's the thing that no one is able to, like you know, a doctor Jason Alexander who would be able to say Democrats prioritize corporate interest over the interest of the African American community, and that's why we lost the vote like wouldn't be getting paid six figures to be saying shit like that so that you're just not he's over here he's getting paid six figures to say shit about how the bernie people saying that really just secretly wanted trump to win so they could be right and once again it's actually classic liberal projection of because that's what their whole thing is is about being right being self-righteous scolding punching down that's their whole do you want to go a little over yeah that's fine all right, so there's this girl who I became friends with early this summer who from Elon, who I knew from high school, and all of a sudden was being really radicalized and was, like, talking to me about all this stuff, going to the protests all over North Carolina. And um, I was like, wow, like, this is, this is awesome to see, because she's also from, like, a fairly rich family. So I was like, this is, like, really cool. Um, and so I supported recommended readings, like, you know, the just typical sort of shit. Then she was one of those people that kind of got sucked up. Like, she actually... Stood in front of Roy Cooper's house for like 14 days in a tent. And then, like, uh, two months later, is like, 
vote, 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 and we need to not be violent in the street. Like, you know, completely bought into the shit we talk about on this podcast, which is fine, whatever. And, like, we've had little arguments about it, but it's all good. She then goes... I mean, she she she's then posted some really, like, crazy stuff going into the election. And there was one thing I replied to where she was like, you know, if you don't vote Biden, it's you, it's because you want Trump and you're a white supremacist. And I was like, listen, like, I don't think this really helps anybody, like, you, or bring anyone into the, like, tent, you know? Um, and, but then, she started shit with, like, Trump. She, like, said some watch in her story about Trump supporters, which, like, everyone's been doing. I've wanted to post, hey, all Trump supporting family members suck my dick on Facebook. Like, you know, that's where everyone's at right now. I get it. But then she gets someone from middle school, I guess, who replies to her. And, like, it looked like he just sent back, like, a normal argument. Like, you know, it was just, like, this stupid bullshit all Republicans say about, like, no matter what, we could should all be friends the next day. And, like, yeah, it's annoying because, like, they want to take away people's rights. Like, I get all that. But instead of, like, making that point, she screenshots it and, like, puts it on her story and is like, remember when this kid ran into the woods with Skittles because he hated his dad so much and was lost for three days? What a fucking loser. And it's like, you just what? want an excuse to bully people. Yeah. You're not a... Yeah. You, you just want an excuse to, like, feel be a bully, feel better than people, feel snooty, turn your nose up, and feel self-righteous for it while patting yourself on the back. It's so fucking disgusting, and you just want to be right. Like, oh, look at... Like, you're literally publicly ranting about someone else's, like, personal childhood trauma. Because because, yeah. like, because they're Trump's, like, and, like, this is the shit that gives Hannity and Tucker Carlson and all of them their talking points, is these self-righteous, privileged libs who don't really want anything to change. They love that Biden's the candidate because they get to feel better than even more people that don't want to vote for him. I mean, it, it's really fucking, it's, in, and, and that's what they use to make people hate non-voters, is, it, it, like, they do for everything, make you feel better than them. And that's what fascism is, is feeling better and superior to other people. That's my definition. Fuck Merriam-Webster. It's about feeling better and superior to other people. And that kind of liberal fascism, you got to conform to the fucking, the political ideology or else like, fuck you. Like, completely fuck you. I'm going to completely air you out of my story and, and get applauded for it, you know. And so I replied to her. I was like, when you're so woke, you publicly post about someone else's trauma. And then she's like, you're very, very ugly. Never reply to me again. Like, you know, did like the typical or like with like the heart at the end, like, you know, like the Twitter TikTok girl yeah, reply oh, so yeah. she could post it for like a screenshot. And it's like, uh, you know, you're practically a Trump. So you did like this whole little thing. Yeah, dude, it's yeah, fucking gross. It's fucking, it's fucking gross. So dumb. And, uh, and that's who Dr. Jason Alexander's for is for those people who like. Yeah, there's no one who could possibly be more progressive than me. They're just secret Trump supporters that I'm better than. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, <laughs> it's uh, and it, it's uh, and hey, I mean, all power to Jason Alexander. It's a good grift. Get the bag, but like, fuck, it's uh, it's really disheartening. And that's what that's I think why I wanted to check out and why I think checking out has been good and why I'd encourage other people to is because Biden's gonna win this thing, even though there's gonna be a whole bunch of drama. But the reactions to the drama, the reactions to the turmoil, the way the media and the people who you could listen to other than us <laughs> are going to process this is only going to give you fucking brainworms. Tune the fuck out. Let it fucking happen. But the everything around it is so insane right now. I can't. E I, I really can't even. Yeah, it's just completely undermining the democratic process. You know, where do we even start, honestly? And to talk about liberal projection, they talked all this shit about Trump stealing the election, and, and it looks like they did it. Like, listen, I'm not buying in all the propaganda shit, and, and the best is the video of the guy who, like, is talking like a, a, a cartoon of a rapper being like, yeah, fuck Trump. We burn in all the ballots, like, that's going around on conservative. It's like, there's such fake shit, but there is a lot of weird shit and on top of that, like, they did rig the fucking primary. And it's just like, why did it have to be like this? <laughs> you know, why? Why did it even have to be this close where it's, you know, they have an argument to say that, you know, and they don't really even have a fucking argument. That's the best part is, though, they literally, when Bush tried to steal the election, they sent in people with fucking coke skulls and like just, you know, 
just like blood 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 under their belt like he murderers like the coldest motherfuckers in the earth to steal the election and who does trump send it's like rudy sweaty giuliani so like they're not the ones trying to you know <laughs> they're they're not prepared to actually steal the election um and you can see it they all look fucking defeated yeah um so he's I really got, do think by he's literally got Eric Trump out there like you know pulling speeches and trying to calm nerves and shit like yeah <laughs> that that's how you know he's he's not doing it a good job and and I, and, and, I and, and the Eric Trump thing is like you know at least he's sober though the other sons yeah. out there just like he he always been yacked out but like now more than ever he's yacked out it's just like it's wild. but honestly a campaign's grueling I don't know how else anyone else does it like it's you know. But, uh, yeah, the fuck, it's, it's fucking unreal. But, yeah, the best example of projection is them saying Trump's going to go out and announce that he won before he won, and then them literally doing it. And also that being something that they brought into American politics first. Like, Pete Buttigieg did that in Iowa, and then they're all paranoid about Trump doing that election night, and then who ends up doing it? Joe Biden. And it's like, and I get the strategy of, like, Gore didn't do that, and that's why they were able to fuck him over. Sure. But fuck, when when you're the party suing to take people off ballots in states, that's not a good look. And you're giving your enemies, like, good arguments. And so that's what you keep hearing on Fox News, is the shit about how they're against democracy and fucking how they're actually the ones that are against the minorities. And But that's what's funny, is you watch Fox News, and I gotta do a super cut. The past three days, they're so happy that they have minority support that now they're, like, doing identity politics. <laughs> like they're talking about the the big coalition they're building and like la la la. It's like it's so funny, dude. They like all the shit they spent years making fun of trashing. They're like immediately doing. It. It's just it's kind of the Democrat instinct to the second they get one up on Republicans to act like Republicans and you know like with the using their own logic. Like they're literally doing the same thing back to the liberals now. Like haha, using your logic, we're actually the less racist ones. Like you know, yeah, dude. That literally. Trump said that in his speech today that the Republican Party is the party of inclusion. And yeah. I <laughs> guess <laughs> okay, so no bullshit. Like, the, this is their new line. <laughs> and you know how I said, whatever Trump says is just the crystallized version of what they've been saying in the GOP meetings. So that's the line. All the Fox News anchors, everybody, that's the line. I was like, we're building this big coalition. But then for Trump to go out there and literally say that is like so fucking hilarious. But <laughs> Holy shit. But it's brilliant because it was already hard because the, the, the whole discourse is about Trump being a racist and a white supremacist and not about all the other evil shit he does. And, and, and I feel like that narrative doesn't work because the Democrats are racist and white supremacist in a lot of the same ways just not overtly and and so like you see that a lot but you know i don't even know where i was going with that i lost my train of thought we're officially at 42 minutes we've gone way far over the fuck over but uh any final predictions from you uh i think i'll overturn uh biden will overturn georgia pennsylvania and uh I think he might battle Georgia, but I think he will take Pennsylvania. I, I think, uh, although I'd love to see him lose Pennsylvania after the just shitting the bet on fracking. But, uh, yeah. you know, I, I, I want him to see him win it just so to, to secure the bag and make it. Because I really feel like if he does, you know, they're, they're, Rudy Giuliani is not going to be able to steal this election. I hate to break it to everybody. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, he is not going to be the, the savior of this one. Yeah. And I also just feel like... Um, there's a lot of powers that be influential powers that are rejoicing at the Biden victory and like and who the fuck knows maybe those are the same powers that enable the Democrats to do some shady shit who the fuck knows but I, I, Biden's got it that that that's what the uh, that's that's the vibes if I'm reading the vibes in the room Biden's got it yeah I, I think so too yep yeah but you know Donnie Casino could come out <laughs> I'd never bet against the house, man. Never bet Donnie against Casino. the house. You know what I'm saying? It's not over till it's over, dude. But here's the thing. I just... If he had something up his sleeve, you'd see it. He'd be smug. That... When he came out after Biden's yeah. speech, that was a man who just lost the election. Like, you, you saw it. And I just, like... I think he knows. And yeah. I also think that the Republicans are dumb. They got what they wanted. They've got... 
the Supreme Court. They can do whatever the fuck they want. Honestly, Trump fucks up the bag for them in a lot of ways. It's better for their... Like, I don't think... Like, and that's why you saw the judges, and I forgot what states it was in, that they were trying to throw out the mail-in ballots, but, like, they were very conservative, very partisan judges who were like, no, I'm not fucking doing that. Because they don't need... They don't... Four years ago, sure, they needed Trump. They don't need Trump like they needed him four years ago. They kind of got what they wanted out of him. And I don't think they're overly threatened by a Biden presidency, at least not as much as they pretend to be. So... Yeah, that, that's true. But, yep, let's, if you're listening, you know, enjoy all the MAGA chuds uh, coping over the yes. next couple of days. Really enjoy relishing it for the next week. And yeah, then we gotta get go back on to hashtags it. like rigging and elections. They're stealing the light. Like, look up, like, things like that on Twitter and just look at people freak out. Because you're not going to see it on Fox News. They've kind of got their shit together. If you want to see the freak out, got to go search it out. But it's there. People are freaking the fuck out. Yeah, and uh, specifically fucking Caitlyn Bennett and all her fucking <laughs> I shit. I haven't seen posting. any of that. What happened with her? Oh my god, there's nothing that like she just been like tweeting like the usual fucking rhetoric that's just like horrible <laughs> and just like makes no sense whatsoever. And like, yeah, dude, she's deliberate. Her and the Liberty Hangout is literally like the worst grifters of all the grifters. I think, in my opinion. It, yeah, and, and the thing about them is I don't even know that they're doing a successful grift. Like, because to grift... Well, they are doing a successful grift. The grift is on the Koch brothers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bankroll them. And when all they do is, like, create ire for the movement. Like, yeah. yeah. I, I, I do not know. But you know what's funny? I think that's part of the game. Because... There are conservative kids. Like, that's the that's how they appeal to the youth conservatives is, like, it's this, like, society's against me thing. So then they create these micro-celebrities that create this outrage so that it's like, oh, they're against that person, too. I identify with them. And that's, I think, kind of the thing with Trump. Like, the people who hate Trump also hate Trump supporters, regardless of Trump. They hate poor people. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's kind of this disdain, like... My favorite tweet, and we, I think we've, I've brought it up on the podcast before, and if I haven't, I should have, is, uh, I think it was Jennifer Rubin going, I bet Trump doesn't even have a favorite opera. Which is like, <laughs> not the, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's why people like him, dumbass. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but, and, and, you know, I, I do not want to see Biden win. I'd love to see the the class, uh, the 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 country to have a repudiation of his neoliberal bullshit. He doesn't deserve to win. Um, they've done nothing to deserve it. But I do want to see Donald Trump lose, and I do want to see fascism uh, staved off for another four years, if anything. So, or at least that particular brand of it, anyways. Yeah. But I think that's what's happening. So, you know, leaving it on a good note, um, I, I do think the, the mag we're going to be drinking some maggots here. You're smoking big Trump ballads tonight. Yeah, oh, up. big Trump ballads. Smoking up big up. Trump ballads. Oh, yeah. And going back to Caitlin Bennett, post that uh, reply to all her tweets with the fucking uh, the picture of her at Kent State on the ground. You know what I'm talking about. I don't. The one where she shit herself? What? <laughs> you, you There's a photo this? of her having shit yeah. herself? I just thought it was a rumor. Holy no, shit, there's, that's there's awesome. Do you remember Do It For State? Yeah. Yeah, different Do It For State. Like, did it. And then it was like Kent State. You can't see her face, but the, like, stories cooperate that it was her. Like, people that Holy were around shit. her. shit. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. That fucking rules. Yeah. Can we get sued for that? <laughs> uh, a bunch of people. She say allegedly it all shit the herself. Time. Let's allegedly, say that. Allegedly, yeah. We're, we're gonna. I, I'll make that photo the cover of this episode. That's fucking hilarious, dude. It's so it's bad. Freaking... We are. It's going to get rejected, dude. That's so funny. It's like so much shit. <laughs> it's like a godly amount of shit. Like it looks oh, like she fuck. ate like two fucking five dollar crunch boxes from Taco Bell. Uh, and then went out drinking, passed out, and just oh my god! I'm just gonna say that is tea. horrible. That is hard. I love that so much. That is <laughs> that's that's better than the Ben Shapiro's tits as a reply picture. That's mm. like 
That's the best one. You Dude. literally have the person shitting themselves. That's like, I don't know how you <laughs> top that one. People would be like, poo-poo bit it, poo-poo girl is out on campus again. People be tearing her ass up, bro. That's too good. Oh, my God. Um, I'm going to send it to you before we get off the podcast. we got to wait on that. That'll yeah, no, I want to see. Let's, so let's, we're we're, we're 10 minutes from an hour. Let's just do an hour. Uh, so I got um I got a couple news items here that I, I was gonna read. This is from Alex Vitali, um, and he is his bio is loading. Um, but basically, his tweet says that there turns out there were no Biden Republicans. The whole drift to the right strategy was a hundred percent a failure. GOP voters went more strongly for Trump in twenty twenty than in twenty sixteen. And I mean I don't know that that's a huge surprise because like Trump accomplished a lot for that group he's been an effective president i mean at least as far as culturally because that's what they wanted it's not about real policy they want to feel like they're they have cultural dominance again because for like two decades the liberals ran the media and hollywood they were the bad guy like you know what i'm saying they they were the and so it's like all right cool he's 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 bringing it back and i think they see the cops beating the shit out of people in the streets and how the tides have turned on that and how we are able to be tough on crime. We have to force the Democrats to be too. Like, their panic about how we're not tough on crime, I almost think a lot of them is disingenuous. Like, they're just happy with how tough on crime we're being and want the Democrats to be the same way, and it's a rhetorical strategy, you know? Like, truly, it, it is, it's no surprise to me that GOP voters were more strongly for Trump in 2020 than in 2016. Also, they got a trial run with a guy who I think a lot of Republicans are probably hesitant of, and or thought that he was gonna like, let's say not, uh, like be less of a war hawk than he was because he ran on like not being a war hawk at all. And listen, he broke with John Bolton and like there were things he did that I'll even commend him for. But like he was, he still kept the military industrial complex running, you know. So like there's things like that that I think people were worried about with Trump that they're not anymore. He's proven that other than letting you know that hundreds of thousands of people die. He'll keep the upper wealth redistribution going, and that's really the country's project. And so, like, I don't know that that's necessarily, like, a shocking statistic. Um, And obviously, we've been talking about on this podcast that Biden Republicans, like, don't exist. And so, obviously, you know, there's 12 of them that work at the Lincoln Project and are now rich thanks to the resistance. But other than them, I I, I just don't, you know, clearly, no. Yeah. Damn, I could not find this photo of her shitting herself. Alright, well, until you find the photo of her showing yourself, I got another news item too. This is this was just a good moment on ABC News and Anchor asked Nate Silver. Um, people are wondering, what's even the point of people like you anymore? Wait, <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, and Nate Silver, he runs five thirty eight, that's like the big poll prediction blog, you know? And he yeah. completely fucked up twenty sixteen and completely fucked up this year. And so literally an ABC anchor asked him, which is funny to see on MSM, because like, you know, they don't love to dot the polls. But fucking uh Nate, people are wondering, what's even the point of people like you? <laughs> <laughs> Did he say like well, Fuck you I tried my best Or something like that No I think he kind of Left it off And was guy, like Well or... the point is That we have a lot of analysis That we can gain From the, the You know the, the usual shit That it's not necessarily About predictions But analysis And um, another news item Is that it, it, uh, This is from Ali Mortel on Twitter A-L-I-M-O-R-T-E-L-L um, if you're a progressive, you already know that Democrats got crushed in Florida while minimum wage won comfortably. What you might not know is that the DFL intentionally distanced itself from the initiative because it was too far left. So um, Orlando Rep. Anna Escamani, one of the Democratic Party's liberal rising stars who was elected in 2018 and easily won re-election Tuesday, said that the party leaders made a tactical error when they did not openly endorse the minimum wage amendment, which passed with more than 60% of the vote because the party is dependent on corporate donors who oppose the initiative. If more Democrats had ran with increasing the minimum wage, we would have won more seats, she said late Tuesday, then spelled it out on Twitter. Democratic Party is scared to stand with working people because then the corporations that fund Florida Dems and so many candidates will get mad and stop throwing crumbs at us while they throw a lot more at Republican Party and caucuses, Escamani wrote on Twitter. We lose, the people lose, corporations win. And like... I really love the way she puts that at the end because that's the story of this election. That's who won and that's who lost. 
It's not Democrat and Republican. We lose, the people lose, the corporations won. Because what we saw happen throughout the whole primary, and this was already decided before we went into November 3rd, what we saw happen was the both parties, but specifically the Democrats, completely capitulate to corporate demands and not care about their voters and think that they could just browbeat them into supporting it because the other guy was worse. And honestly, when you look at the numbers, that was rejected. Even if Biden wins, how the fuck is it this close? I hate to say it. Like, it, it just... And, and, and this is the perfect encapsulation. You have a popular policy in Florida. Everyone should support. Like, it, this is how you win an election. And, and so when they say, oh, but we need the corporate money to win an election, that's a lie. The, the corporate money is making them lose elections. The people who aren't taking it and are supporting the popular policies are fucking winning. So they're lying. They're lying to you. They're lying to me. They're lying to everybody. It's not fucking true. It's a fiction. And that's completely absent from any of the analysis, any of what anyone's angry about, any any of the angry DMs I've been getting from people. They're not sending fucking angry letters to fucking Exxon about their lobbying and fracking. No, that's not going on. They're mad at me. And like, and, and, and that's why they're fucking losing. Look at this. 60%. That's that's that, more than sixty percent of the vote it passed with. I mean, it's this is yeah. insane. And then they 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 got crushed. They got crushed. They lost so many seats in Florida, and and obviously Trump trumped it up. And and we talked about how it's a little bit thanks to the KK Cubans, but these little things like the KK Cubans wouldn't be enough to completely break our movement if it was actually a solidly strong one. All right, I just got the photo. (laughs) Oh, that's so much shit. I know, right? It's like, look at that. That's Caitlin Bat. That's Gun Girl. (laughs) That's so much shit. Look at how much shit fell out of her ass. Babe, come over here. Look at this girl. How much shit. That can't. That's real. That's real. It's real. That's Caitlyn. It's confirmed real. Allegedly. Alleg. It's allegedly real. As, re- as reported by Do It For State. <laughs> oh my uh, gosh. Let me tell you my, my freshman year. Hold on, we're here. Uh, so do you know? You want to tell them about your freshman year of college? I guess. Am I getting featured now? Yeah. Tell, the, tell I, them. That's, I feel bad. No, tell him. Tell him about your freshman year of college. My freshman year college roommate literally got so drunk one night that she took a shit on the floor and just went to bed. And I woke up to her, like, (laughs) basically choking. It was actually scary. We had to call an ambulance. So I I got out of bed. It was, like, dark. Obviously, it was the middle of the night. I ran out of the room, went and got the RA. We called, like, whoever. Come back to the room. Turn on the light. And there's this giant pile of shit on the floor. Yeah. I was like... Holy fuck. Oh my god. You uh, got a test extension because of that, right? You're like, yeah, my oh, roommate no, literally babe, shat had, on the floor. They like went in this room and they had to like literally drag her out of bed and there's like there's shit, there's piss, there's vomit, like literally everywhere and they had to cart her out and she was like half conscious. Mm-hmm. Um so like you couldn't get back in the room. It was yeah. a biohazard. And my laptop was in there, like on the desk. I literally like with my paper on it. So I had to tell my professor um, like, hey, professor, I'm I'm so sorry, but there's been like an incident, and I'm gonna have to send you the paper like later tonight yeah. or whatever. They come and like, you know, professionally clean the room. So after class, he pulls me aside, and I I think I had mentioned, um, you know, m- my roommate was sick last night or something, because he pulled me aside, like, and you know, he, he like came after me after class. And we're in the lobby of this building with like people all around, and he goes, hey, like, I I just wanted to check in, like, what happened to your roommate? Is it okay? Did she did she vomit? And I had to be, like, literally in the middle of this building with... Uh, I had to be, like, with a straight face. Uh, no, professor. She, um, defecated. <laughs> <laughs> I like know Have you... Hold on. I'm going to unplug Matt so you can hear his voice. But have you ever heard about our sophomore year roommate 
Um, oh, yeah, oh, Poop Casso. Yeah, Poop Casso. Have you heard about Poop Casso? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so for the oh, listeners. We called her the Midnight Shitter. The Midnight <laughs> Shitter. <laughs> the, the, yeah, the Midnight Shitter and Poop Casso should get set up on a blind date. But this guy, we he gets so hammered one night. Someone, I forgot who. Did you find him? Huh? I think it was who found him, right? Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. That's fine. But, yeah, so fucking, uh. The dude literally shat into his own hands, naked in the bathroom, and wiped it all over the walls. Like a painting. <laughs> so, we called him. And, and, I, and, and he actually moved, him and his roommate, there were four rooms, and each had two roommates in them. They actually moved out of our apartment because everyone else in the apartment smoked too much weed. So, I never really liked him that much. And he was a little snooty, always turned his nose up at me. So, every time I'd see him out at, like, parties and shit, I'd be like, Oh, Poop Casso! Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> uh, but shit on that note um, the Democrats definitely poop Casa this election um, but hopefully they can squeak out a victory amen brother let's get some baby wipes and get this cleanup going <laughs> yeah exactly precisely <laughs> alright y'all keep your head up and uh, wait, wait for those results yeah, all right. yeah. All right, see you guys next time <laughs>